Hello and welcome back to another episode of Facts of Life. I'm your host, Zakia, and these are the facts of my life. Hi guys, welcome back. Uh, this is another solo dolo episode. I appreciate you guys again for listening. Make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast. If you're listening right now, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you com- comment, rate, review, all that stuff, whatever, you know. Um, so, yes, again, thank you. I'm back for another week. And we got some things to unpack and to talk about. Because, you know, I've been going through some things and I want to keep you guys updated because I do want to not focus, but I do want to not only help myself, but help others if they're going through depression or whatever the case is. Um, So, you know, we're here to help each other get through these tough times. Okay, so... You know, already we're gonna do the living my best life. So, as you guys know, if you listened to last week's episode, I did go back home to Connecticut to visit my friends and my family. And I wanna talk about the trip a little bit. So, my trip back home, and before I get into the trip, I do want to say, I want to talk about Cardi B's album towards the end of the episode, but what I will say is I'm going to switch up the song for the Living My Best Life segment. It's from Cardi B's album. Hopefully they don't take me off SoundCloud or whatever for this, but it is on Cardi B's album and it's called Best Life. And I feel like she made that song for me, you know, like she made that song for me. There's a couple other songs she made for me on this album, but yeah. Anyway, so my trip back to Connecticut, okay, so I brought somebody with me, and I've talked about this person before. It is a he, and his name is Homeboy for right now, but Homeboy came back with me to Connecticut, and I want to start off positive we had a good time. Um, I literally didn't have any issues. I mean, we did get into an argument towards the end of the trip. I'm not going to go into detail about the argument because that's not something that I'm ready to talk about right now. But when I am ready to share with you guys, I will share with you guys. But I will say him coming on this trip with me helped me realize a few things about myself that I need to work on. Um, but we had a really good time with my friends and my family. Uh, I didn't get to see everybody that I wanted to see, and I definitely do apologize about that. But when you're trying, like, I'm trying to make up for lost time when I come back home. I'm trying to make up for six months, seven months, eight months of lost time with my friends and my family. And I do have a priority to see certain people over others. So I'm sorry if you felt left out. But it is hard trying to get in that lost time into five days, especially when I'm the one that's on vacation. And then there's my friends and my family. Everybody's working. They're having their regular lives. So it's hard to try to incorporate that in such a short amount of time. Like my time went by super fast. Um, But what I will say is 
I had pizza. I got to eat peppies. Um, the pizza in here in Houston is not good. It's nasty as fuck. So I'm glad I had to have pizza. Like, I was eating. It's so crazy because, like, one of the things I've noticed, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit more, is that my appetite has changed tremendously. And I don't know if it's because, like, I started eating vegan at the beginning of the year. Like, I kind of was vegan, so I wasn't eating as much. But then the stress from my job and everything also played a part in me eating, and I just don't eat as much anymore. So I ate a lot um, being in Connecticut, being in New Haven. Like, I ate every... I felt like I was eating all the fucking time, you know? Like, so it was a good-ass time. Um, I got some good-ass pizza. I got some chips. I got a good-ass sandwich from the corner store because there's no corner stores out here in Houston, and I don't give a fuck what y'all say. There's no corner stores out here. It's gas stations where they got tacos. They sell tacos. Like, no, we're not doing that up north. Like, none of that. So, yes, i really excited. Um, I'm happy to be back in Houston. Like, I'll, I, I guess I got, got homesick yesterday. Because I felt like just the time went by just so fast. Um, and I will, one thing I will say about New Haven is not much has changed um, with the people, with the city. Not much has changed. And it's kind of like sad. Like, I love my city. Don't even get me wrong. I do love my city. But it's just crazy to see so many people that one I went to school with, whatever I seen around, it's just like they're just in the same place. Like there's no growth and it's no shade, but it's like I don't see any growth within anything in New Haven. Like it's everybody's trying to compete. And I'm not saying like that's not in the world in general that people are not going to trying to compete with other people. But coming from a very small city um, versus Houston, compared to Houston, sorry. Like, we come from a small city. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody's business. There's no way to get around a lot of things, I don't feel like, um, being in this big city versus being in a small city. There's not much to get around. So nothing much has changed. I really thought about going back to Connecticut um, to live to in order to commute, but... I kind of changed my mind. I would re I'm going to try to convince my mom and my brother to move out here <laughs> because I want to raise, like, I said that if I stay in Houston, I'm going to raise a family here. So if I am staying, I want to raise a family here and I want my mom and my brother to be a part of that. So I want them to move here and I'm going to try to convince them to move. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but we're going to figure out a way. Um, I will say, I know I talked about the relationship with my grandparents on a few episodes ago. Well, it's been more than a few episodes, but, and this is also something I need to discuss at the end of this as well. well I did go see my grandparents and one of the reasons why I kind of stopped talking to my grandparents is because me and my cousin got into an argument around this time last year and she said things not saying like we can't come back from them but it's just like I know how she is and it's just a lot with my family like they're very enabling people and I don't know if they mean to do it or if it's whatever the case is 
I don't want to be involved. So that's kind of why I stopped talking to my grandmother because I feel like she completely ignores the shit and the things that my cousin does. She doesn't hold her accountable. She doesn't, there's no consequences for anything of the things that she says or she does. She gets rewarded for her bad behavior. And I feel like she's getting to the point where she, like my cousin has two kids and I just feel like she's not setting my cousin up to for a healthy life after my grandparents are no longer here. But anyway, that's a different story. You can listen to that on the other episodes, whatever. So anyway, I decided that I was going to stop being a bitch. And I went to go see my grandmother. And I did a horrible job at planning on seeing my grandmother. I should have did better. But I'm glad that I did go see her because she wanted to see me. And I felt like... You know, I felt like she didn't care about me last year, and when I went to go see her, it made me just see her in a different light. She is getting older, so it's like, I can't be completely mad at her, you know, because she is getting older, and, you know, my time with her is limited, and I was dead-ass wrong for not taking the time to schedule a proper time to see her because I only got to see her for like 10 minutes. And when I went there, my grandfather wasn't there either. So I do, I did feel kind of bad about doing that. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that I made, at least I made the effort to go see them, you know, like it's better than nothing. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about is for the, oh, we're still on the living my best life segment. I guess, kind of. I'm always living my best life. So how I'm really living my best life is holding myself accountable. And today's word of the day is going to be accountable or accountability, whatever the case, whatever you want to call it. We are going to talk about being accountable for our behavior. And yeah, that's the only thing that we could be accountable for is our behavior, how we react, and et cetera, et cetera. So, one of the things that I realized, I went to therapy today, and after this emotional roller coaster towards the end of the trip, I realized a few things about myself. And the arguments that I've had with homeboy as well, I've realized a few things that I, about myself. Like, I always want to be in control. And I gotta understand that I cannot always be in control of every single situation, whether it's with my supervisor at work, whether it's with my friends, family, whoever the whoever it is. I cannot always be in control, and I use control, um, and I'm saying control, not like in a controlling way, but it's like I want to be the person to control the narrative or how things end, and. That is also a bad habit that I picked up from my mom, and that's no shade to her, but I like that I'm recognizing this, and I want to change this about me. So I cannot always be in control, and one of the reasons why I want to be in control is because it's a defense mechanism for me, and that's also something that I need to work on as well is... I can't always have my guard up defending myself, you know? And I think that I thought that defending myself is going to help me, but in the long run, it's not helping me. It's only hurting me because when I'm trying to control the situation, 
I'm not doing it. One, I'm not doing it in a healthy way. I'm not doing it to be productive. I'm doing it so I can have the one up on the person or the situation. And sometimes I'm going to be wrong. Sometimes I'm not going to be the one that's going to be the leader in this in the situation or whatever the case is. So I want to work on being more vulnerable. And I know I talked about that at the beginning of the year. Like I, it's baby steps. Like I need to work on being more vulnerable and being more open and having an open heart and an open mind about certain things and certain people. So if y'all see me acting crazy, please hold me accountable for the bullshit and the things that I've done. And I want to say that I've been tripping like these past few months. I have been tripping with dealing with my stress and my anxiety and my depression. And one of the things I kind of kept hidden from y'all is that I do engage in adult activities such as smoking weed. And today I decided that I'm no longer going to be smoking until I can figure out another way to control my anxiety and depression and stress without self-medicating myself because that's what I was doing. I'm self-medicating myself because it's too much to handle or I don't know how to handle it. And it's not that I don't know how to handle it because my therapist, we talked about this today, she's given me the tools. With coping skills, you need to think about your five senses. And your five senses are going to be touch, hear, smell, taste, touch, ear, smell, taste, and seeing. So some of the coping skills that my therapist gave me, and this was actually last year, February of 2017, so here, here's a list of some things that you guys might find helpful. You can garden. You can get a smooth stone, a fidget cube, go to the beach to fill the sand, look at a picture, watch your favorite movie or your favorite TV show, hang out with a loved one, drink tea, warm tea. Uh, you can listen to the sound of somebody's voice. Um, you can listen to music, nature sound, which is very calming. I did that with Amaria when he, um, the first week that he stayed with me because he was crying because I wouldn't let him in the bed or whatever, you know? So I had to put on some nature sounds for homeboy and he fell asleep. You can light a candle to smell the scent. You can spray your favorite perfume or cologne, drying sheets, nature smells, and warm baths so these are going to be also i should have said this at the beginning these are going to be your preventative um coping skills or your preventive things that you're doing to prevent from blowing up when stressful things happen or you feel depressed or you feel anxiety and when these stressful things happen then at that point your mind is going to shift, and this is going to be your remedial. Your mind is going to be, your mind is going to shift, and you need to learn that it's okay to be in a stressful situation, and you need to know that this is not the end. 
you're going to get over it and you need to think about the things that you did, you know, before the preventative things that you did, which are the coping skills that we just went over. So you need to think about those things and things that make you happy and things that make you calm to get through that stressful situation because it's not the end. But I ignored that and I haven't been consistent and I haven't been doing a good job in handling, well, not handling myself, but taking care of myself. Like I've just been ignoring all the signs of stress. And she also mentioned that when stress comes into my life, I just eliminate it. And I did that with my job. I did that with my mom. I did that with my grandparents. Like, I will just not ignore it, but just back away from it. Like, I'm not dealing with this. So that's not always a healthy coping mechanism as well. So I started smoking weed. And smoking weed, I started becoming dependent on it. And I'm too dependent on it. So... And it also has increased my emotions like times 10 as well. So I'm going to stop doing that. I'm going to find other ways to cope with, you know, the stressors and the triggers in my life. And I'm going to be consistent in doing those things. Like at the beginning of the year, I also, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I did say to myself that I wanted to start dancing again and not like stripper dancing but like going to a dance class and I have not done that it's now April and I really still have to stop playing but it's like with work I've been focusing so much on other things like I have not been focusing on taking care of myself so if you're listening to this and you haven't something that you do to take care of yourself I don't know go to the nail salon if you haven't done that in months take the time save a couple of dollars I know that money is tight with everybody shit is tight with me Save a couple of dollars and go to the nail salon. Do something that makes you happy. I have not been doing that. So because I have not been doing that, when I've been triggered by stress and anxiety, I have expressed myself in anger and I've been very emotional and very irrational in my reactions to people, not only to homeboy but to other people and I want to again say I apologize I've apologized already but I want to say I apologize if you're listening to this if you felt like you know I've been doing crazy shit or saying crazy shit or and I also noticed that I have been isolating myself as well and it's like I'm not doing it on purpose um I'm trying to focus on things that are important to me and that's going to help me in my career and help me to make money. And I kind of eliminated, not eliminated, but I have taken a step back from some friendships and it may not have been the best thing to do. And again, I apologize. I'm not trying to be mean to anybody, um, but I know that my emotions have been... on a roller coaster these past few months and yeah I gotta do better we gotta do better everybody has to do better today is that I made a a goal that when people do things to piss me off or whatever the case is I was going to make a conscious effort in changing how I react to those situations and 
I thought I was doing a very good job in doing that in the beginning of the year. And then I relapse. And it may not sound like, and I know that working on this one thing is not a drug addiction, but I did relapse in doing that. And I feel like I took 10 steps back. And over this past weekend, reflecting on my trip and, you know, the things that transpired after the trip with Homeboy, I realized that I didn't even know who I was. I was doing outlandish things, reacting in a way that I normally would not react. And that's how I would react when I was a teenager. And I didn't know what came over me or what, what the hell is going on. And what the hell is going on is that I'm not taking care of myself. And that's the bottom line. I'm not taking care of myself so that I can be the best version of myself. So I had to take a step back and just realize like, okay, you're fucking up. And on the road to recovery, one thing I will say is that one, you have to admit that you have a problem and you have to take the stop, the proper steps to fix that problem. And in fixing that problem, you may fall on your face 10 times or 30 times, whatever the case is. But the most important thing is that you continue to try, you continue to be consistent. So I'm glad that one of the things I will say about therapy is that she allows, she doesn't, I'm not dependent on my therapist. She, I've been seeing her for a year since I've been here in Houston, but one of the things that I will say about her is she, one, she holds me accountable. And two, I feel like we built a relationship and I've been to enough sessions to know that, you know, if something happens to her, she moves, I will be okay without her. You know, she's given me enough tools, but it's up to me to apply them. You know, it's not up to her. It's up to me to apply these tools that she's given me so that I can continue to be one healthy, whether it's physically, mentally, whatever, spiritually. And I'm just not doing my part. So I did thank her today for just giving me the tools and not allowing myself to be dependent on her and what she thinks or whatever. And she doesn't really give her opinion on my on things that are going on in my life. I like that my therapist listens and I like that she allows me, like when I come in there, she allows me to put things in perspective. You know, it's like, I knew these things, but she helps me to have a clear understanding as to what is going on in my life. I guess if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense. Hopefully that makes sense to you guys. But yes, she allows me the opportunity to put things in perspective so that I can continue on my journey to a healthy, happier life. So I'm appreciative of therapy. I'm appreciative of this trip, even though the end of the trip did not go as planned. I would say I'm happy. I feel 10 times better than what I was feeling last week. Like last week around this time, well... No, we had a good week. We had a good day last Monday. But last week after, I would say Tuesday, when I was feeling completely shitty. I was, my emotions were clouding my judgment. I was clouded by emotions. And I'm just glad that I'm out of that dark space. And I can now see the lights. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm, mm. I can see all 
obstacles in my way. All right. And another thing I'm going to say is I am also going to take a step back from dating because there are things that I need to work on before I want to start involving other people in my life. Cause I don't really need to at this time. Like, and it's not to be like, you know, the guys that I've dated or whatever I went out with are terrible people. It's just like, I, it's not fair to you to drag you into my mess. And I don't have it cleaned up yet. Like I'm in the process of cleaning it up. So it's not fair to anybody else. I don't care who you are, what we've done, whatever. Like I'm just taking a step back from dating in general. So please respect my privacy. Bless up. Thank you. All right, so moving on to, I said what I said. We didn't do this in a while, but I, I do want to talk about the Cardi B's album. One thing I was, I want to start off saying that one, I am super proud of her. I am super, super, super proud of her. I appreciate her. And I know that the music industry, I feel like the world is just, a stage and it's like we have to figure out how we can be the best actor on this stage and cardi b has that all figured out and i appreciate her for sharing her journey with us and that's why i resonate with cardi so much is because i'm sharing my journey with you guys and let you guys know that i don't have it figured out i am not the best I'm trying to make it somewhere and, you know, I don't know where it's going, where it's taking me, but I know that I want greater for myself and with being a creative in this industry, whether it's music, radio, media, whatever, like you have to be consistent and you have to let people know that you are hungry for this shit. So I appreciate Cardi for sharing her journey with us to the point where she's at right now. That's one one thing I will say before. I'm not going to really get too deep into the album, but I want to say thank you, Cardi, for showing us that you can do anything you put your mind to. Like, you can be anything you want. You can see anything you want. You can see the world. You have to be consistent. You have to be dedicated. You have to be passionate about it. And if you're not, it's going to show and people ain't going to fuck with it. But I appreciate y'all that fuck with me and that fuck with Cardi because it's bigger than this rap shit. Nah, seriously. Okay, so I want to say that the album, I think the album is good for somebody that is very new to the industry. I don't know how long she, well, I know how long she's been rapping since Love and Hip Hop, which has been like, what, a few years? But I don't think that it's a bad album. I think it's good. There are certain songs, well, that one song, Be Careful, I really do not like. I skipped that shit. Well, I listened to it. Because I listened to the album in full. But I skipped that shit because I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't want to hear about... I guess I'm just in a different place in my life. I don't really want to hear about bitches taking their niggas back that ain't shit. Like, I don't care. Like, you know, like, if you're going to take the nigga back, take the nigga back and do it in silence. I don't give a fuck. You know, like, so, yeah, I skipped that shit. I ain't with it. But everything else... I think it's just a good body of work. Um, I think that 
uh, what do I think? What I, I'll say that I like the Bickin' Head song. Bop, bop, Bickin', Bickin', Bop, Bop. Get some bread. Yeah. <laughs> but I like that song. I also like the I Like It song, which is like, you know, the Spanish version or whatever. And she got the, you know, the reggaeton feel or whatever, because, you know, Cardi is Dominican or whatever. So, you know, I think that the album is overall good. I really hope that. Even after she has this baby, she continues to keep going. People don't forget about her. And I think that's one of my biggest fears for her, and it's none of my business. But I just don't want people to forget about her because I know how this industry and the world is. Like It's like you hear one minute, and if you stop doing whatever for a couple of seconds... Niggas will forget about you. That's why you got to continue to be consistent. But I hope that nobody forgets about her because she did an amazing thing. She pay she is paving the way. She the bitch is making history. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. The bitch is making history. Like, you came from the strip club. You came from nothing to something. So, I came from nothing. You can tell me shit. You feel me? All right. So... Yeah, again, I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, make sure you guys check out Cardi B's album. Make sure you guys are holding yourself accountable. That's the word of the day, the word of the week, accountability, accountable. Look it up if you don't know what it means. One time, one time. And make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast. Make sure you guys are tuned in next Wednesday because... Now, we're going to get some more guests on the show. I want to shout out to everybody that has came on the show, too, so far. Like, I appreciate you for taking the time out to listen to me, to want to be on my show, agreeing to be on my show. And, you know, it's only up from here. You know, we out here, our one-year anniversary coming up, so we about to get that popping or whatever. Like, you feel me? You feel me? All right. So, I'm definitely going to holla at y'all next week. Thank you for listening. Peace.